Welcome to A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We go live every weekday morning on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Make sure you hit us up on Instagram and TikTok as well. We are Nashville's on-demand sports talk network. Uh, I got to thank our sponsors before we officially get going here. Renterswarehouse.com. Make sure you go to renterswarehouse.com to find out how much your home can rent for. Man, do the Pulse of Fitness one 15-minute workout equals five-plus hours in the weight room. How is that possible? Figure it out at mandu.com. Wilson County Hyundai, if you need a new ride, head out to Lebanon and see their inventory at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. Calvin and Settle for your brand-new hardwood floors and finishings. Calvinandsettle.com is where to go. And the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So we'll talk about Julio Jones doing dumb stuff to hurt the football team. Uh, we'll talk about the kicking situation that just continues to hurt the football team. Our trivia on Tuesday, but I am paying off my magic bucket from last Thursday with the turtleneck. I had to order it on Amazon because Zach, I went by Walmart uh, at Hundred Oaks, which is the nearest Walmart to me. Uh, they didn't have any turtlenecks, thank God, because the line they had one person working a checkout line. And then one self-checkout open. That's the worst Walmart. And uh, I don't want to say in the country. Because the I, I, I don't want to do that because I'm sure somewhere in like Mississippi or Alabama or rural parts of Tennessee, they got some tough, rough Walmarts. But in middle Tennessee, that's the worst Walmart. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to go to the guitar center for some equipment. So it was right next door. And I was like, I'm just going to walk in here to try to find a turtleneck. And I was like, when they did not have any, I was like, thank God, so I don't have to deal with this BS. Uh, so I had to order it on, on Amazon, so that's why uh, I uh, I had to wait until today to get it. It's very comfortable. I, I ordered it a size larger than I would normally because I wanted extra space up here, but it's actually uh, pretty comfy uh, moving forward. So not, not that big of a deal to have a turtleneck, and I think it looks pretty good. So uh, maybe I have a turtleneck for whatever I need a turtleneck for moving forward. Maybe you, you kind of look like you were – This that may be a new trend at the Met Gala last night, <laughs> trying to, to kind of have your style. At least you're not – well, I don't know if you're wearing a dress or a skirt underneath that, but that would be uh, – that would kind of play well. Athletic shorts uh, to go along with my turtleneck. I, I feel like this is like college professor Austin look. Uh, is is kind of what I've got going on. Anyway, maybe creepy college. Creepy. Co- I'm not creepy. Like college. If I had my glasses on, it would be college. It would be like literature professor, not like just college yeah, professor. Literature. It's like okay, you should stop talking to these these girls that are students, bro. Uh, I'm like, not, that, I'm that's not, kind no. of the vibe. Yeah. Okay. Let's just completely get inappropriate on that. But anyway, uh, and and Kendrick says, "Where's the gold chain to get with a turtleneck?" I I should. It would have been better if See, I would that, have borrowed. That changes the game. You if no longer look like creeper my- professor. You're like this guy. Kind of has some Dwayne the Rock Johnson vibes, and I like. Yeah. It. I just uh, I, unfortunately I should have went to borrow one of my wife's necklaces because <laughs> I don't have any chains because I. <laughs> yeah, right. All right, so let's get it going officially after uh, the turtleneck talk, and now let's talk about Julio hurting the football team. So we all know Julio Jones, his debut was highly anticipated. Zach and I both, uh, I took the over for Julio Jones receiving yards at 61 and a half at BetMGM and lost. Zach tried to take it but had some processing issues with his MacBook and location, and so he got saved the money. Uh, from that, but I lost because he only had three catches for 29 yards 
on six targets and one big fat 15 yard penalty early in that first quarter that hurt the football team. And Mike Vrabel didn't hold back talking about his star Hall of Fame wide receiver yesterday. From Julio, and maybe did he give you maybe a talking point already about maybe keeping your composure uh, and getting that penalty? Sure, critical mistake. You know, I don't think that you know, those those are absolutely that's that's absolutely nothing that that we coach or teach. Um, you know, so that would fall into the category of doing dumb shit that hurts the team, uh, right there uh, in bold letters goes from third and one to third and 16. I mean, you can't say it any more clear than what Mike Vrabel said about Julio Jones. And that's actually, I think my favorite Mike Vrabel line. Cause I agree. He I, said, I, 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 I was about to say the same thing. I completely agree with you, Austin. Cause he has said that line now in his, you know, one game into his fourth season as Titans head coach. Uh, he has said that line several times and Julio Jones is by far the highest profile player he's ever said it about. But my God, Mike Vrabel did not hold back Julio Jones hurting the football team. Play and, it again. Play and, it yeah, again. I mean, we can't just play it once. We have to play it twice. Julio, and maybe they give you maybe a talking point already about maybe keeping your composure uh, and getting that penalty. Sure. Critical mistake. You know, I don't think that you know, those, those are absolutely – that's that's absolutely nothing that, that we coach or teach. Um, you know, so that would fall into the category of doing dumb shit that hurts the team. Uh, right there uh, in bold letters goes from third and one to third and 16. Cause that third and one could have changed the game. And we, we don't, it was early enough to have a positive impact for the Tennessee Titans. Because if we remember that third and one was the possession after the Cardinals went up 10, nothing in the first quarter, Derek Henry gained two yards on first down. He gained seven on second down for a third and one situation. And Julio Jones doing what the coach said, a 15 yard penalty backs him up. And now they're toast again. And minutes later, they're down 17, nothing. So I, I don't like, I, it was a game changing, stupid penalty. Uh, game changing is tough. It but. was it not. I mean, if the Titans can get a, a first down and get the offense rolling at 10, nothing, to get something going, right? Because it took the Titans until the second quarter. So Matt. that's not a given to that the offense was going to get it's, rolling. So it's I, not I, a, I'm not going to overstep and say it's game changing. I think it had it's a very, very impactful. It had a very significant impact on there the game. Go. It was. I, early I agree enough. with that. I agree with that. But game changing is not the what I would classify it as. I, I, and Julio Jones, I, at the end of the day, that's not why you trade for Julio Jones. Julio Jones is not some boneheaded guy right out of college like Des Bryant was that needs a handler or LeGarrette Blunt. Like you, those two guys you would expect that from, right? But Julio Jones is a seasoned professional and a guy that everybody kind of knows is going to go into the Hall of Fame because of his play. He's a quiet work first individual that comes out there on the field and makes plays. He doesn't dance. He doesn't put on Ocho Cinco Hall of Fame jackets after he scores touchdowns. He's not T.O. Julio Jones is a professional. And I don't know why in his first game in two-tone blue, he decided to kind of go the boneheaded route. It hurt the football team. It was exactly how Mike Vrabel described it. 
it's not a great way to introduce yourself to a new team, a new franchise, and a new market. And the new fans, because this is the first time the fans have actually seen Julio Jones wearing his Titans helmet. No fans at training camp. Julio Jones did not uh, participate in the practice at Nissan Stadium where fans are present, and he didn't play in any preseason games. It's the first time they saw this guy, and he's out there doing dumb stuff to hurt the football team from Mike Vrabel's words. So let's ask this question, because it wasn't just the 15-yard penalty that Mike Vrabel addressed there. There were three drops, Zach. One of the drops went off Julio's hands up in the air for an interception that was the uh, second or third turnover of the, of the game for the Titans offense that also led to another touchdown as well. So let's, let's talk about this. How much pressure is Julio Jones uh, have right now? How much pressure is on Julio Jones? And let's rate this one through 10 because there's a contractual situation that goes into this too, that I'm going to talk about as well. But first, let me tell all of you guys about our friends at the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever an injury happens in your life, and that happens because life, you get hurt, you make sure you know who to go to and who you can trust with that injury. Streamline the process with the Bone and Joint Institute. They don't send you all over town at different centers uh, for the surgery, for the scanning and imaging, and for the rehab. It's all right there in one place to make it easy and convenient on you, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. You can't beat that because BetMGM is the place that you need to go to make your sports wagers. Man, Henry Ruggs last night, I had a prop bet with him, saved my ass in the fourth quarter and got me that. I got my Derek Carr, Carr prop. I actually did pretty well. That was a wild game if you stayed up last night on Monday Night Football, but very entertaining because of BetMGM. I had a little bit of cash riding on it. Use that promo code ATOZ Sports. And you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users and that promo code. No spaces, A-T-O-Z Sports, right there. Use that promo code when you sign up. Yes, uh, talking about Julio Jones, more people piling in here uh, on the show. So I'll play the Vrabel audio one more time. But the, the question is, how much pressure is on Julio Jones, 1 through 10? Here is Mike Vrabel talking about his superstar wide receiver. And Julio, and maybe they give you maybe a talking point already about maybe keeping your composure uh, and getting that penalty. Sure. Critical mistake. You know, I don't think that you know, those, those are absolutely, that's that's absolutely nothing that that we coach or teach. Um, you know, so that would fall into the category of doing dumb shit that hurts the team. Uh, right there uh, in bold letters. Goes from third and one to third and 16. So Michael says it was a dumb penalty, but Julio has earned the respect to just talk to him behind closed doors. No need to put him on blast, Michael. Well, I, I've seen a couple of comments like that, though. Michael is not the only one. Uh, at Brandon, my opinion, I think he should have kept that kind of comp com uh, comment in the locker room. Answer the question, but in different words. So no, they're, they're not. Look, we got a couple of Titans fans that come in there and feel differently about what Mike Vrabel did. Look, I, I don't like a lot of the ways that Mike Vrabel handles press conferences. I was telling Zach in our pre-show call this morning that it seems like every other question asked to him, he cuts off the reporter before they finish the question and sometimes makes Mike Vrabel look silly. But again, I think Mike Vrabel handled the Julio Jones situation the correct way because it's not just one dumb penalty that 
hurt the football team because that absolutely happened. But he dropped three passes. One of them got tipped up to the, as an interception. One of them was in the end zone. The Titans ended up scoring a touchdown on that drive, so they got away with that one. And the third drop, or the second drop in the time of the game, was right before half when they were trying to put together a drive to go get points on the left sideline. He bobbled the catch twice. It hit the ground, and he does the whole, yeah, my bad, my bad thing. Julio, you got to catch the dang ball. And so you cannot stack up four big mistakes like that with three drops and a penalty uh, that hurt the football team and not and not do more than just three catches for 29 yards with a brand-new team where you're trying to prove yourself. Oh, and just a week after they restructured Julio Jones's contract and turned $11 million into signing bonus, where Julio Jones just got $11 million in his pocket last week. Like, he just got paid. Like, restructuring pays the player now helps a team in contract salary cap for later. He just got 11 million bucks for that restructure and laid an egg in his debut with his brand new team. But it, the team the team good. went to him with that. Uh, so like that I get the nuance of it, but the team it's a, presented it's a part, that way them. But Zach, it's a part of the picture. It's a uh, like, I think it's it is. It's not that big of a part of the picture. I, he I was, think he's a, he's a well paid athlete. Well, he has to do him. all of the they things that you said he didn't do. But it's not because of the, re, the restructure. They gave him $11 million last week. And he does, has a dumb penalty and three drops in his first game. You would have said the same thing if they, they didn't restructure. That, 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 that was the team. So I, I kind of I just fluffed that off. That's last, Zach. It's not like first or by any means. It's behind the three drops and the penalty. But it, I think it's a part of the conversation that makes it look a little worse. So... I have a philosophy on why I think Mike Vrabel said what he said. But first, let's get to the comments because the question we ask on a scale of 1 to 10, how much pressure is now on Julio Jones moving forward after a poor performance in week one when the Titans get blown out by the Cardinals and start their season behind the eight ball? Jeff says 3. Dane says 11. So it's off the scale. Ant says 10, 6.5 from Sawyer. Ryan says 7. Steven with a 10. Bradley with a 7. Uh, we've got uh, Chris with a 5. Cameron with a 2. Ken with a 5. Uh, some more comments rolling in. I guess scroll all the way back up. Uh, 7 from Miles. Julio was quoted in telling the media to keep an eye on me. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> he did say that. Uh, yeah. Michael says 8. We brought him in to be the piece that puts us over – uh, to be Super Bowl contenders. Chris says 5-0 from Rob. Julio knows what he's capable of, so zero pressure from Rob. Chris says 2, 2 from Brandon, 6. This was a blowout. Uh, feeling 7, uh, Throne 5, Alex 2, 0 from Louie, 10 from Tori, and Noah from uh, a 4. Man, we're kind of all over the place. Austin. Yeah, there's there's some high ones and then there's some low ones. I, I'm not really sure where you're going to go, to be honest. Yeah, so here's my philosophy on why Mike Vrabel said what he said. He basically said, you know, that that's I, – I, I don't know exactly the, the, the verbiage of what it was, but he said in bold letters. Yeah. It makes me think that he drew that up on the board. And he said that to the entire team. And he was just, and you're in coach mode, right? Once you get something in your head, 
You keep just and it and it eats at you because that is the type of guy and coach Mike Vrabel is. He hates, he comes from the New England school of thought. Overall, Mike Vrabel's team has been pretty disciplined, right? Like it's not like a a, a crazy John Gruden coach team that, that led the league in penalties like by a mile uh a couple of years ago. And I've known that even when he was in Tampa. He Kenyatta Walker. There's a throwback. That guy, penalty after penalty after penalty, undisciplined. Mike Vrabel's a disciplinary coach. And I think he said what he said of doing dumbass stuff for the team. That was because he told the entire team that, or maybe a meeting room, that was kind of in his language. So I don't knock Mike Vrabel for doing that. I think Julio Jones has more pressure on him, not because of game one, but because of the whole situation. It's because of him changing teams, him being unhappy since 2019 in Atlanta, him coming in and not practice, practicing during training camp, him thinking that Julio is going to Julio, him, I, I think that there's something out on him that he can't score touchdowns. So I actually, I think that the pressure level is about an 8.5 on Julio Jones. He's the superstar. A.J. Brown is an emerging superstar. Derrick Henry is in the prime. Like, Julio Jones is not in his prime anymore. So Derrick Henry can at least fall back that he is in peak physical shape. There's a lot of pressure on Ryan Tannehill. We know that. But Julio Jones, I mean, I'm right up there. I'm at an 8.5. Yeah, um, I don't know if I'm that high. Um, I, I do think... I do think it's high. I do think he has a lot of pressure on him because of the points that you say, but I do think the reality is <clears throat> it was his first game after not practicing that much with a brand new quarterback. And it, it, that does take time. Now you can blame whoever you want on why it was his first game without much practice time. And I think Mike Rabel needs to get blamed for that. Julio Jones needs to get blamed for that as well. Uh, everybody can get blamed for that that makes decisions in that football team except for Ryan Tannehill because Ryan Tannehill practiced every day he was available until he contracted COVID. So for me, the pressure for Julio Jones, you're at an 8.5. I'm at a 7 out of 10. I, I think uh, I, I just think there's plenty of time for him to have a good year. One bad game of 29 yards receiving – three drops and a stupid penalty does not ruin the season. Julio Jones can still have a thousand yard year. And I still expect him to have a dominant, a, a highly well-played year and get to that thousand yard mark. But um, he has to play a lot better and he has to take advantage of his opportunities. Six targets is too few. Um, he didn't get targeted until the second quarter. That's unacceptable by the game plan and unacceptable by the offensive line. And there's a lot of comments. Jamal, Chris, uh, Roderick, all of you guys commenting about the O-line and how we should be talking about the O-line. We've talked about the O-line since the halftime show, the post-game show, and yesterday. The O-line was abysmal. Taylor One giving up two sacks. Kendall Lamb giving up two sacks. Uh, Chandler Jones getting another sack because he read the play. And then Ben Jones and Nate Davis letting another player right through him for the sixth sack. That's unacceptable. Ryan Tannehill didn't get sacked more than three times in a game last year. Six sacks there. Todd Downing was also bad. We talked about uh, the predictable play calling yesterday as well. 
But Julio Jones has pressure on him, no doubt, because of all the things that you mentioned, but I'm in a 7 out of 10. He's got to play better. And, you know, I, I think it doesn't help that that was this first game in front of Titans fans because there was a lot of hype, man. I We even saw – I saw a lot of Julio Jones jerseys just – I mean, we saw him around the mainstay where we were at. I've seen him in different places throughout Nashville. I mean, that – he's an Alabama product and he played in Atlanta. That's probably outside of the state of Tennessee. That's the closest you can get (laughs) to this area. And we know that it's a transplant city, especially because of what Nashville is and how people move. There's a lot of hype surrounding him. There's a lot of love for Julio. Julio is not a, a NFL player that I don't think anybody says, man, I can't stand that guy. He is beloved, I feel like, by even you know fantasy owners, obviously, but by by people all around, they, they respect his game. That was out of character, right? You can't we think, let a cornerback like that get you frustrated, right? Like what that that I felt like was very out of character. Yeah, I mean, from what we know about Julio Jones and his career, yeah. But again, like we don't know much about Julio Jones. We don't know if he's, he's if he's a cool. If he stays calm, has he had a bunch of penalties in Atlanta? I don't know. I don't watch the Falcons. I haven't watched the Falcons that much, except for when they're in the playoffs in the Super Bowl, you know, five years ago or whenever that was. And, you know, we don't see Julio Jones dumb things on, on the highlights either. We just see Julio Jones highlights uh, on the highlights. So, look, I, I don't – Julio Jones has to be better. He is a superstar on this team. He is part of why the Titans have such high expectations – uh, and so they've got to do something to get him involved, and he has to take advantage of the opportunities because the facts are he got six targets. He should have caught all six, right? I mean, they hit him in the hands. And Zach, well, look, I know Cowboy you, fans are pissed at CeeDee Lamb for dropping the ball. Yeah, but you, what, what CeeDee Lamb, you know, made plays though, didn't he? He made a play to score a touchdown to make try to make up for it. I mean, if you make a mistake, make up for it. Do something to make up for it. Julio Jones dropped three balls, had a penalty, and he made up for it with three catches for 29 yards. Do something to make up for it. Uh, and I'm with Chuck. I, I I don't know if this is going to be the case, but I believe what Chuck believes. I believe this will be the last time that happens with Julio and his involvement in 15-yard penalties. He's going to drop some balls, okay? He's going to drop another pass. It's going to hit him in the hands. I think that is just... You know, you don't want it to happen. It shouldn't happen consistently, but it's going to happen. I don't think that he will get a 15-yard penalty again. I don't think he'll lose his cool like he did. I I probably agree with you, that especially the tongue lashing that he got in the media publicly, because that's what Mike Vrabel said about Julio Jones uh, makes waves. That goes national. Like, that is a viral comment from a head coach about a superstar player. Roderick asked, do we blame Tannehill for any of it? Any of what? Like, what What do you blame Tannehill for? I've got one thing I can blame Ryan Tannehill for. Outside of that, I you know, Tannehill was getting pressured a lot. Uh, it was a high pressure rate from that Cardinals front. The offensive line wasn't doing much. The one thing I blame Ryan Tannehill for was how he fumbled the first time on the naked bootleg, and he couldn't do something to protect the ball. Ryan Tannehill cannot just allow Chandler Jones or anybody to strip the ball that easily. You throw it in the dirt, 
take an intentional grounding, take the sack, don't fumble backed up on your own end like that. But that's the only thing you can blame Ryan Tannehill for because every other time when he got sacked, it was like not that he was holding onto the ball too long is that the offensive line was a turnstile. And so I, I think that's that's basically the only uh, thing I, I can I don't say. disagree. Again, I don't think that you're like nitpicking. I just think that that – that makes my, my, sense. Vrabel said the same thing uh, yesterday. It's, you know, it in the play because Luke Warsham asked him about the Chandler Jones first sack. And he said, you know, Chandler Jones made a great play. And you know, maybe Tannehill has to figure out a way to get it in the dirt or get rid of it or take a sack or whatever, but just not fumble. And you can't fumble that football. Ryan Tannehill lost one fumble all last year. He lost two yesterday. One was his fault. One wasn't. He threw an interception uh, on Sunday. And, you know, you can say, he threw it in a tight coverage, and and Julio Jones had an opportunity to get it, but the result was he got popped up in the air and picked off, uh, and that can't continue to happen. No, I I, I agree. Well, well, week two, he's got another opportunity. Uh, he's got to go into Seattle, and they have to win. That that starting zero and two, Mike Vrabel, I guarantee, he's walking around that facility pissed off. I had the stat. You know how we talked about this in the post-game show of the stat for 0-2 teams to make the playoffs? You want? You ready for it? I am. Since 1990, there have been 30 teams, 30, to make the playoffs after an 0-2 start. That's basically one per year, right, for the most part. Uh, one per year that will make the playoffs after an 0-2 start. Um, so, you know, the Titans can be that one. But you don't know who else might start 0-2 that would take up that spot. But it's you're flirting with disaster with an 0-2 start in your five-and-a-half-point underdog in Seattle in their home opener after they handled your division rival. Now, the best thing going for the Titans, <clears throat> the Colts lost, and uh, the division is very winnable because the Texans are the only 1-0 football team. So, I thought it was funny. I, I didn't know this, but... And I wish I would have. I need to know a, a sharp uh, in Vegas. But apparently the sharps were high on the Houston Texans going into week one. Yeah. And they ended up getting that absolutely correct. Because Jacksonville, their offensive line looked the exact same as it did in the preseason. Not very good. And Trevor Lawrence, not a great way to start out your potential rookie of the year campaign. That's why I put my money on Zach Wilson. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Zach, let's go ahead and get to our second topic of the day, and that is the fact that the Titans fired yet another kicker. Another kicker down. But first, tell us about Calvin and Suttle. Yeah, Calvin and Suttle is where you need to go to get your hardwood floors. 615-448-6414 or online at calvinandsuttle.com. We feature, hey, we feature all of our hardwood floors from Cal, Calvin Suttle. My favorite, and I talked about it, it's the Rivoli. Knock on wood if you're with me. Last night, Gruden knocking on some wood in that win, that overtime win. It was weird and wild, and they should have won earlier. But there you go. The Rivoli. This thing, it is, it is a darker hue to make your home pop. This would go very, very well with maybe an all-white kitchen that is very in in today's age. They have you covered, whether you want the Rivoli or I got a handful of other samples. Once you pick out your perfect sample, that's the best part. They, one to two weeks, they order the material and install calvinandsuttle.com or give them a call today, 615-448-6414. 
A to Z Sports, we're powered every morning by BetMGM. They're the king of sports books. All you got to do is download the BetMGM app. When you do download it, use our code ATOZ Sports. You make your first deposit, and with your first bet, it's risk free up to $1,000. So that's BetMGM. Download the app. Use code ATOZ Sports when you sign up, and that's a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet. Again, after your first deposit, visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years or older, must be present in Tennessee for gambling problem support. Call the Tennessee Redline at 1 800 889 9789. Zach, we're here to talk about the kicking situation because Michael Badgley was fired yesterday after uh, his performance where he missed an extra point, his first extra point. Then he missed a, a kick a, right before the first half. So uh, not a good debut for Michael Badgley and his only game for the Titans. And so here's the stat. Because it has honestly reached an unprecedented level of failure since Ryan Suckup was the Titans' full-time kicker. The Titans have now fired 10 Kickers since Ryan Suckup. Cairo Santos, Cody Parkey, Ryan Tansoso, kickoff specialist, uh, Greg Joseph, Steven Goskowski, Sam Sloman. You remember Giorgio Tavecchio? Yeah. <laughs> Sam Ficken is on IR. Tucker McCann is on season long IR. Sam Ficken's just on short term IR. And then Michael Badgley. Michael Badgley, the 10th kicker to seen, uh, be seen fail for the Titans over the last three years since Ryan Suckup's return to play protocol from his injury uh, did not go as very well. Remember, because this all began when Ryan Suckup had off-season knee surgery going into the 2019 season, and he had to go on injury reserve, and the Titans did not have a kicker, really, in training camp. They had Austin Barnyard, who is a college punter, undrafted free agent who is there doing kicking and punting as a backup. He was the only kicker they had in training camp. They tried to bring back suck up. They put him on injured reserve uh, for the first eight or nine weeks of that season. They rotated through those top guys that we mentioned, Santos, Cody Parkey, Santoso uh, there and nothing worked and it continued to get worse. Greg Joseph, who came in and kicked extra points throughout the playoffs. And then they didn't bring him back. And then Steven Guskowski had his issues. Sam Sloman came in because of COVID. He did something, and then they moved on from him. And then the unfortunate injuries of Tucker McCann and uh, Sam Ficken this preseason. It is ridiculous that it has gotten to this level. I don't understand how Murphy's Law is happening with a single position for the Titans kickers. Well, they're never that prepared, and they haven't. They haven't gone out. Look, they – hell, I mean, they drafted Cole McDonald when they could have drafted a kicker. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that's my response. But they didn't do that. So they've been playing this kicker carousel for some time. You just explained it very eloquently. I mean, you sounded it sounded like the Browns' last 20 years of quarterbacks, honestly. Of what yeah, there, who, where's the person with the jersey that has all the, the failed kicker Titans names on the back of it, right? Right. And I, I, I think if you look at the kicker situation, it is something that if you are going to win a Super Bowl or tight games or playoff games, you have to be able to have a kicker that you can rely on 
and they can kick a 55-yard field goal at the end of the game to give you that slight edge. I don't care about 55-yard field goals. No, Zach. but you it's should. May- but but no, that, that's that's the problem is that they're not even that, that's asking too much at this point. They just need somebody who can make a 45-yard field goal before the end of the half to put you in striking distance. They need somebody who can make a damn extra point. Like 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 you're like they just need like so, so a feeling asked that question. He said, Austin, Zach, how do you feel about that play on Sunday where they went for the field goal on fourth and one when they had another timeout? I mean, I, I get what Vrabel's trying to do because you're just trying to get some points before half. Like you're trying to get just one like one more score closer to the situation. If it's 24 to nine and the kick goes through, you feel a little bit better, especially after the buyer interception out played out because 15 points is at least two scores. With a night with a two point conversion, right? Like you're. Kind well, then of, what happened? Bayard picked touchdown. So yes, win, and now you're eight points down. Yeah. Now absolutely. you're one score game. Yeah, and so like I don't have a problem with the fourth and one decision to kick it. It's just the fact. I mean, hindsight's twenty. Austin, Austin, timeout. You and I, and most Titans fans should have, but you and I both knew that that kicker was going to miss a kick in that game. I would have. If they would have had, can you bet on that on BetMGM? No, I don't think so. Well, I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can live bet on a on a play. If if I could have BetMGM, I would have taken your money because I would have put live on the pregame show a hundred dollars on that kicker missing at least one kick during the game. I think. Um, I think, and so it's smart on BetMGM for not taking that bet. But uh, we knew that, Austin. That was not a surprise. And Vrabel probably knew that, too. Because they have ignored, and I will say that, they have ignored the kicking situation to the extent that it will continuously bite them in the ass just like it has. And I don't think you can go get Steven Goskowski, who's uh, probably at home, you know, cooking his kids breakfast right now, after a long, illustrious career, there's no bailout. Now you're going to have to go through a, a turnstile of what you just listed late in the season. You remember that Bills game, right? That was kind of the turning point of they were just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see if it stuck. You talking about the Bills game two years ago? Yeah. Which yeah, which where where uh, which one was that? Was that Cairo Santos missed four? Yeah. It's just it's weird, like. You know, Donald saying, where's Sloman, right? Sloman came in in a pinch because Goskowski was out with COVID. But everybody, and helped- they always get people to come in in a pinch. Get out of the pinch. Yeah, no, I'm with you. And like Michael Badgley had to come in in a pinch. Like what happened to Sam Ficken? Somebody asked earlier, how long is Sam Ficken out? Sam Ficken is out for a minimum of three weeks. He's on short-term IR. He had a groin injury that popped up right after the third preseason game and during game week where he had to go on IR. We don't know what happened to Sam Ficken's groin, but something happened to it where he couldn't play. And so he's out for another two weeks at minimum. That doesn't mean he's going to be back for week four. It just means at minimum he's out for the first three games. So you've got Randy Bullock on your practice squad, who's been around for a long time, was a Texans kicker for a long time. So let's ask this question. It's a simple yes or no. Will the Titans fix their kicking problem this year? Will the Titans fix their kicking problem this year? But first, let me tell you guys about Renters Warehouse and RentersWarehouse.com. They are the professional landlords in the Nashville area. Simply head to RentersWarehouse.com to find out how much your home 
can rent for. There are so many different ways you can use Renters Warehouse to your benefit, whether it's creating extra cash flows for you and your family, or maybe it's uh, uh, getting that long-term equity for that long-term wealth that you're looking for to help your retirement plan. Again, RentersWarehouse.com is where to go. They do everything for you when it comes to the maintenance calls, finding the tenants, the contracts, uh, finding new tenants, uh, collecting the money. You just get paid. That's all it takes at RentersWarehouse.com. A to Z Sports, we talked about BetMGM. They didn't allow us to take the money on the kicking bet because they don't provide that, which is smart on BetMGM's part. But I just saw Gregor Man on, on Twitter. I love it. He's taking my advice of that Monday $10 bet club. I got about 15 futures. I think I got 16 futures on Super Bowl champions. You just hope you don't have like an Eagles season from a couple of years ago where they come out of nowhere. Well, the Eagles were also a really good team that year. But were they preseason? Uh, I don't know. That's what I'm talking about. But I trust the process, right? Trust yeah. the process. Didn't work out for the 76ers, but it could work out for us. BetMGM, use that promo code ATOZ Sports. And for all new users, and I think this, this is my personal opinion. I This is the best promo that they run. If I was going to sign up, it would be today. And yep. I would use promo code ATOZ Sports because you get a risk-free $1,000, up to $1,000 bet from BetMGM. So if you put in $1,000 and you bet $1,000, which you find your best bet of this weekend, and you go all in on that, you can get it back if you lose. That would uh, – look, I had a lot of success with that with the just $500. God knows what you double that money with 1000 yeah, all you got to do is hit the bet, right? And if you don't, you get it back in free bets. <laughs> and then you just continue to build your bankroll uh, from there. Here's Mike Vrabel yesterday on the kicking plan moving forward. What's your sort of approach now that you've got time to deal with the kicker situation? What what do you intend to do, look at, talk about the next couple of days? Just you know, determine who, who we feel like is going to make them. And, uh, and, and take a look at Michael, take a look at some guys working out. Randy's on the practice squad. Uh, find find somebody that we think is going to make them and, and protect for them. That's the plan. Well, three hours after that comment, Michael was gone. So they took a look at Michael uh, for maybe an hour or two, and then they cut Michael Badgley. And, you know, they got, again, they have uh, Randy Bullock on the practice squad, who's an 11-year veteran, which I think that's, you know, that's worth something. Uh, and then tryouts usually happen on Tuesdays. That's That would be today. So maybe the Titans bring in – a group of kickers for tryouts today and they elevate somebody to practice on Wednesday for the first day of practice for this week. Uh, but Mike Vrabel, uh, not really given much of a plan other than finding a guy who's going to make them. I don't know. Well, uh, this is a great comment on YouTube. It's no man. If it ain't slow, man, <laughs> I like that. Uh, oh man. Well, did I'll ask this question. Did the Titans fix their kicking problems last year? Um, yes. Right? It took it took time, but I think they did. I I would actually agree with that. And I with the info the information that we found afterwards, right? We still don't know what happened to Corey Davis' hip or leg or whatever the hell happened in that playoff game. But we do now. I do know that Steve Gutkowski was dealing with an injury in the first six to seven games of the season, and it affected his kicking ability. Yeah, we didn't know that at the time, and so, but but I agree with you, Austin. They you, the correct answer is yes, they did fix it. 
And the question we're asking now is, can they fix this? They can just, they, they do just, what they did last year? They just chose to not bring back the guy who was the answer at that time. With, with Goskowski. Right. Correct. Who has not officially retired yet, but maybe he doesn't want to play right now. So we had a lot of no's come in there at the beginning, right? No. Fourth and go. Uh, no. We need to draft one. No is what history says. I Hunter like, says I no. like fourth and go, by the way. <laughs> I like fourth and go. Good to great. Get out of here. Fourth and go uh, should be the Titans new mantra. Uh, in the NFL, that'll get you beat. Well, uh, well, well no, they, they still have Brett Kern. You can punt on fourth and go fourth down when it's behind. But if you're in field goal position, it's fourth and go, baby. And Julio's going to have to start catching those footballs. Yeah, so you uh, avoid fourth and go. Donald, nope. Jay uh, Rome, no. Laces will continue to be in. That's not good for Einhorn or Finkel. So, Austin, what's your answer? My answer is yes. I, I think. <laughs> then who? <laughs> Sam Ficken. I, I, I truly think that guy is legit. Like, he had a. He had a uh, a couple of nice situations with the jets. Uh, then he was available this training camp. And once he came in, it, he took a, a couple practices to kind of get into a rhythm with the Titans. And then he was really good. Like Sam Ficken was really good in training camp and in the preseason games kicking. I thought Tucker McCann was solid. Again, once he got into a rhythm in training camp, early training camp was kind of messy, but once, uh, once Sam Ficken got into that rhythm and maybe he got timing down uh, with Kern and Morgan's Cox, the, the long snapper, he was good. And I think Ficken, I have confidence in Sam Ficken when he gets back. And, you know, Greg asked why was he available. The, the Jets waived him. I don't know the Jets' kicking situation, but they clearly had a competition and they thought that the other guy was better, I, I guess. I don't know much about the Jets kickers. But Sam Ficken, I know this, practiced really well after the first week and then kicked well in the preseason games. And I, I don't think kicker was that big of an issue until like last Thursday when it was like, oh, crap, Sam Ficken's on IR. Now what? Oh, man. Um, I don't think they fully fix it. So my answer is no. Uh, I think that they still have problems late in the year. And there's nothing worse than being pissed at a kicker, right? I mean, look at the Chicago Bears. The Chicago Bears still have not gotten over the double doink by Cody Parkey. That still hurts their soul. And anytime, you know, they can't even watch Triple D because it reminds them of the double doink. You, you I, know, um, I kickers have been a thorn in my side since my junior year of high school, because we lost, we got knocked out of the playoffs because our kicker missed a go ahead extra point with two seconds on the clock. And so instead of making the extra, extra point, instead of making the extra point to win the playoff game, he missed the extra point that we had to go to overtime in which we lost in overtime ending my junior season. <laughs> so kickers, man, well, like, cause the pressure is up. And yeah. it's a hard position to play because you're on the sidelines, you're on the sidelines, you're on the sidelines, you're kicking into a net, you're kicking into a net, nobody's watching you, nobody's watching you, and then lights go on. And everybody is watching you. And everybody thinks that they could do it, right? Like, there is, I don't think a lot of people think that they could play middle linebacker like, like Ray Lewis, 
but you got soccer players out there being like, look, I can make that. And I, 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 it's very, very difficult because of the pressure, but they have to rectify and fix this situation. It's gone too far. And you know, Austin, I'll say this to wrap up this conversation. You know who watches these kickers the hardest? The general manager, John Robinson, is arms folded, hat brim down low, big chalk, just staring down these kickers. That is and and guys, if you're listening, Austin just described practice. That is who watches the kickers. This is not just a special teams coach. This is not Mike Vrabel. This is John Robinson in his Titans windbreaker in shorts. Usually it's a hoodie because <laughs> J-Rob's trying to cut weight. Right behind him, and boom. He watches him. He keeps track of him. And I'm sure he is, is probably a little ticked off that he hadn't been able to get this right up until this point. And so, it's funny. Somebody asked, like, why did Sam Ficken get cut by the Jets? Like, and I was like, I don't know the Jets kicking situation. I look at the Jets, and they didn't attempt to kick on Sunday. Uh, they scored 14 points, but they had no extra point attempts because they went for two twice. They got one and missed one. So we don't even know if the Jets have a kicker who can kick extra points who Sam Ficken lost to. Yeah, and and Steve asked, you know, has anyone ever traded – picks for a kicker watching the guys like Tucker almost seem it worth it well if you have a kicker that is wanted the team's not going to give that kicker up right so it's just it's situational so no you don't trades for kickers do not occur because said team wants to keep the kicker the kicker is he gets cut released or teams get desperate and they pull guys off the side of the road like that's how it happens so it, it the trade deadline that has nothing to do with it. They got to get Ficken back or fix the situation with another guy. Yeah, and uh, somebody mentioned uh, in the comments that uh, John Robinson's in the last year of his contract. That is not correct. Um, the team announced in 2018 that his contract would go through the 2022 season, uh, and I believe they've extended him beyond that. Uh, but maybe I maybe that doesn't I'm, even matter. Yeah, but again, like John Robinson's not going anywhere. Uh, that doesn't you know. that that right. that it was re- irrelevant to this conversation. Well, again, I, I don't think it was irrelevant because we're talking about something that John Robinson and Mike Vrabel have been unable to fix now for three years. Yeah, but his his contract situation has nothing to do with any of this. I it was a comment that somebody put out there on a public platform that was incorrect, and so I want to make sure I correct it for everybody who watch it. We got a lot of comments that are incorrect. I know. A lot of you guys don't fact check. A lot of you guys don't know the situation. Let's digress. All right. So let's go ahead and digress then and go ahead and get into Tuesday's sports trivia. Holy hell, we have a lot of work to do. So we need to go 10 and 0. Zero wiggle room. Zero margin for error in our Tuesday sports trivia. We have two rules. One. No Googling. Two, no calling or texting a friend. You can only use people around you in person. 
We got to go 10 and 0. We can do this as a team. But first, Zach, tell people about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. WilsonCountyHyundai.com or just take the quick trip down I-40, exit 236, right to Wilson County Hyundai. Payne Bone and his team will hook you up with the perfect make and model for you and your family. If it's for you, if you're driving, trying to drive maybe a midsize SUV, the Santa Fe is very, very nice. Four-door sedan like the Sonata that I own or the Palisade that I've been talking about. 2021 Palisade full-size SUV. You can see it right there on your screen. That white Palisade is right, my man. That, and if it's for you, I, look, I was talking about, I think it was yesterday about this Palisade, saying hey, it would be a great gift for your wife. I saw somebody in the comment section, whoa, whoa, whoa. What about for me, baby? Mm-hmm. Hey, it will it will do you just right. If you go to Pain Bone and say, look, I'm looking for the Palisade for myself. Maybe my wife can drive it on the side, maybe on the weekends, but I want to ride around in this full-size SUV that has third-row seating, that has the captain seats, that has the out of the Apple CarPlay. You know, I'm not an Android user. I'm a, I have that Apple, that iPhone, baby. I want that CarPlay. Well, they've got you covered at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. BetMGM, download the app. Use our code ATOZ Sports to get a risk-free bet. After your first deposit, up to 1000 bucks. Take advantage of that with BetMGM. Download the app. Also, today at 2 o'clock, get starting to get set for that college football NFL week weekend with A to Z Sports Picks. Alan Bell, Brian Edwards will be live at 2 o'clock Central Time on the same platforms you are on right now to get you set up for the weekend with A to Z Sports Picks presented by BetMGM. Zach, it is time for Tuesday Sports Trivia. we got a lot of work to do. We got to go 10-0, which means we need everybody's input from the chat. I just mentioned that you guys don't know a lot of things factual. The chat's pretty good when it comes to sports trivia. So we do got to give the chat a lot of credit there. So, Zach, let's get this thing fired up. All right. Uh, Let's get this thing fired up. And, oh, man, this is uh, tough. We have not had this, I don't believe. But we are going to start with a NFL question. Who became the Colts' new defensive coordinator before the 2012 season? Have we had this? We had this. And maybe we had it when Luke was in. But I do know we answered this question. But I also don't remember this answer. We got it wrong because it's not Chuck Pagano. You are correct. Uh, well, uh, well, we get lucky. <laughs> Because we haven't had this, but I've always maintained that if there is a local question, I will ask it. So we may start off 1-0, which is good. This is a local question, and it has to do with a guy who's been in the news recently. What college did NFL quarterback Jay Cutler attend? Vanderbilt. Lock it in. Bang! Right? (laughs) All right. Ding, 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 ding. So uh, there you go. Uh, next up, the 2018 USA national team failed to qualify for the 2018 cup competition after a loss to what country? So this is a soccer question. I want to say Honduras. Okay. I'll repeat it. The 2018 USA national team failed to qualify for the 2018 cup competition after a loss to what country? 
Um, it was somebody in Orlando says Mexico. Mexico was my second thought because it was somebody within the uh, North America. I think Honduras. Like I really believe Honduras. Rob says I'm right. Uh, we've also got Donald and Bobby saying Honduras. I, Stephen and Ed both say Costa Rica. Johnny says Panama. Like it's ah man, Jose says Panama. They just beat they just beat Honduras. Maybe that's why it's on my mind. I think it's either Panama or Honduras. It is a smaller Central American country. I know that for a fact. It's, just, it's one of those smaller Central American countries. I think we have the most guesses for Honduras. I don't know. Um, I think we'll have to go. Well, that was your gut feeling. So, and the chat, if that backs you up, I think that's <sighs> kind of got to be. I know, but now I'm second guessing myself about it being Panama. I think it's Panama. I think we should go with Panama. F Panama, final A to Z. Everybody's wrong. Trinidad. Trinidad? Oh, well, um, William, you are gone, my friend. So goodbye for the rest of the day. You are out of here. Block users. You block them? I'm working on it. I'm not going to block him. I'm going to ban him uh, for the rest of the show. If, if, I, if I can find him. William. And you are. Dang it. Stop jumping around, chat. That sucks for you, William. I mean, I'll block his ass right now. I don't uh, he's, he's gone. He's gone for the next hour. So uh, we can keep moving on. Okay. Uh, don't be like William or your ass will get banned. And if William tries it again, I'm I'll block his ass. So well, that's he, he, can't, he, he literally can't for another hour. So he's out and Trinidad wasn't an early answer. It was in there, but so we, we lost, we're one and one. Let's try to just not lose any more questions. Okay. What TV series did the NHL launch in 2013 to highlight the lives of key players? What TV series did the NHL launch in 2013 to highlight the lives of key players? I don't know the name of it, but I do know. I don't remember it. The behind, lives behind of, the ice, beyond the ice that the Preds did beyond the ice. Yeah. I, I, it's not the NA. This is the NHL overall. We need uh, some hockey fans in here. 2013 was it like an HBO show. You would assume because it was probably trying to recreate what hard knocks was guys. Stop answering with, with wives. It's lives, not wives. <laughs> uh, come on guys. I know we've got, we've, we do pretty well with the NHL questions at times. Where's Alex? <laughs> we're not, we're getting zero. You guys are just making joke comments. It says what, what is the wives guess? A lot of people are saying like real hockey wives, real, real house wives of the NHL. Like they're doing stupid guesses. Like it says lives. 
Yes. That, I think people thought you said wives. Well, again, I, th- rarely Titans, is this. Titans for Life says, Austin, I am correct. It's hockey wives. And maybe, look, I will, I, I don't know how to share the screen. It says L-I-V-E-S. Read like, it Read it again. What TV series did the NHL launch in 2013 to highlight the lives of key players? So maybe it is hockey wives because it does highlight their lives. Okay, then let's go with Titans for Life hockey wives. Ah, incorrect. Yeah, it's not. It's like beyond the ice or under the edge or some stupid thing. NHL revealed. Oh, that's so dumb. Okay. One and two. Let's turn this thing around. That was tough. Yeah. Okay. Next question. Um, I had one from the NBA. If I can find it. At what age did NBA point guard Derek Rose win the MVP award in 2011? I want to say 22. At what age did NBA point guard Derrick Rose win the MVP award in 2011? And now I would like to take the time to have a hot take, but a truthful take. Derrick Rose is the worst NBA MVP in the history of basketball. He is completely overrated for what everybody loves him as. Well, he's not the same guy. Like- he is, well, and that's why he is the most overrated. NBA MVP in the history of the sport. And you can fact check that, but uh well, I mean that's I, the truth. Okay. I mean, all right, sure. Uh so 2011 is when he won the MVP, right? Correct. What year did he leave? He was only in Memphis for one year. I'm trying to remember if that was like 08 or 09. Because 08 Memphis was the number one Memphis losing to number two Tennessee. We got a ton of 22s. <clears throat> I think 20, 22 is what I – so it would have been like his third year in the league. I, I think that is year three at, at 22 makes sense. Do we want to lock that in? Uh, Yeah, sure. Lock it in, final A to Z, 22. The correct answer is 22. Yeah, I got it. All right, we're two and two. Let's turn this baby around. Who was the Mets rookie manager in 2018? The Mets ah, rookie manager, uh, Carlos Beltran. Complete guess. That actually sounds right. Mets, any Mets fans? Zach Reagan, our main writer, like Zach Bingham just said, is a Mets fan. He would know this answer, but uh, I don't know if he's he's not watching right now. Did you freeze? Me? Yeah, <laughs> you were very still there for about 10 seconds. Uh, I think Carlos Beltran, somebody says, Titans Kyle says Rojas. I mean, I... I don't know. It's I don't think it's Beltran. I think Beltran was with the Astros. Or the... Marlins. Terry Collins. Stephen King says Beltran. He got fired a year later. I don't think Beltran's Beltran's right. Yeah, where's where's Teron Davenport? 
2018, right? 2018. Correct. So names Jeffrey says Alex Rojas. Van Jeffrey, <laughs> different Jeffrey says Louis Rojas, different Rojas. Uh, we're getting Terry Collins, Beltron, and Alex or Luis uh, Rojas. So we got four people that were that are options here. 2018 Mets rookie manager. So he, he had to be a first year manager. Yeah, rookie man, manager. That's why I think it's Beltron. What do you want to do? Bonzo says Callaway. His cousin is a huge Mets fan. And he's with him. All right, so let's go with Callaway. What, what's Callaway's name? <laughs> what's Callaway's first name there, 305 Fonzo? We're asking, we just need a, a first name for Callaway. <laughs> That's all we need. The golf club. Yeah. Uh, Callaway, Mickey Callaway, Mickey Callaway. All right. You want to lock it in? Finally to see Mickey Callaway. The correct answer is Mickey Callaway. Hey, everybody, Fonzo's cousin. All right, so we are three and two. Here's to Fonzo's cousin. <laughs> three and two. We've got to, I mean, I would love to end this five and oh on Tuesday Sports Trivia in the second half of this. Real quick, let me tell you guys about Mandu, the Pulse of Fitness. One 15-minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Full body electronic muscle stimulation. Your first workout's free. Again, 15 minutes to try to achieve your fitness goals. They can help you get there. Whatever those goals are, build muscle, build strength, lean out, lose fat. They can cover you. Mandu.com. Your first workout's free. And if you tell them A to Z Sports sent you, they'll save you 100 bucks off your first month after you sign up. It's a great deal. Mandu.com. Back here at Trivia. Five more questions to go. We're three and two through it. All right. Next question. Let's see if we got any lax bros out there. Calling the lax bros. How long does the shot clock run in major league lacrosse rules? I have no effing clue. How long does the shot clock run in major league lacrosse rules? 30 seconds. I mean, you got to think it's got to be like a round number, right? Like 25, 30, 40, like it's something like that, right? You would think 30, 20? 20 seconds. We got a lot uh, of question mark guesses. Jeez. Uh, a minute? Question 90 mark. seconds? I mean, this is the most question. These are a ton of guesses. I, I respect the Rob is a minute, isn't it? I don't know, Rob. Don't ask me. He says it's a minute in college. Van Jeffrey says 60 seconds. And well, Jay, that's the fun of trivia. Why look for a question right, that I don't and, know? And I found that out in Zach's shoes doing trivia with Luke. That Zach's position's tough because you see a lot of questions that you know the answer to, and it's no fun to ask a question you already know the answer. To. Yeah, the only time I do that is with the local thing, that and we Dom. got a free one today. Dom says super lax to bro here. It's twenty four seconds, like in basketball. 
So do we go with our guy, Dom? I think it's closer to 60. So um, it was a we, minute. Okay. In college, it's a minute. I think we've established that it's, it's in major college. league. We're talking about major league lacks. Major Dude, league they can, lacks. Can they get down the field in 24 seconds? Professional. I don't know when it starts. Does it start when they cross midfield? I don't know. I want to say 60. Right, I think we go, should go 60. Let's just go with 60. Final A to Z, whatever. Dom says no, he was playing. 24. Well, we're not playing around because it is 60 seconds. Oh, well, sweet. We got the answer right. Four and two. Sorry, Dom. I don't know. You might be right. I don't know. But where was Miami's winning Super Bowl eight played? So where was Miami's winning Super Bowl V I I I? That's eight played. I'm gonna say San Diego. It was definitely in a sunshine place. Uh really? That's my guess. San Diego had a lot of early Super Bowls. Los Angeles did. Yep, that's true. Was it in the Orange Bowl, as Preston says? No, because no team, I mean, it's like last year. They wouldn't have played in the same place. I think it LA Miami. LA or the Road the Rose Bowl? I want to say it's Los Angeles. I mean, if you, uh, if you, a lot of Rose Bowls. Yeah. So pa- Pasadena. So I, I wouldn't, I, I, I'm, I'm okay with Rose Bowl. I mean, I, let's just go with Rose Bowl. You want to lock that in? Final A to Z, Rose Bowl, Pasadena, California. Not even close. Oh, okay. Houston, Texas. Ugh. The Astrodome? Yeah. They played in the Astrodome? Now I have to look this up. Super Bowl eight was played in Houston at Rice Stadium. Oh wow, that's weird. Twenty four to seven. Both the twelve and two teams, the Minnesota Vikings and the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins were favored by six and a half points. Yeah, Rice Stadium. Ugh. Okay. Like, how much do you think the cost of a thirty second commercial was? Uh, in 1973 74 uh i'm gonna say fifteen thousand dollars a hundred and three thousand dollars well i was off a little bit okay um yeah pretty pretty okay for was on the call so it was bart star interesting all right we're four and three we got three questions left um next up let's see here what kind of car does Speed Racer drive? Ooh. What kind of car does Speed Racer drive? A fast car. I can picture it. It's red and it's got two racing stripes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mach 5, Mr. Goodbar says. Is that the Razor? Uh, Ford Range. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mach 5 is is it? I think we've got a lot of Mach 5s. I think that's probably correct. Mach 5? You want to lock that in? Final A to Z, Mach 5, lock it in. Correct answer is Mach 5. Bingo. Five and I three knew we'd have more. some Speed Racer fans. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I was old enough for Speed Racer. So, uh, 
Two more questions left. Which NBA team fired head coach Jeff Van Gundy following a loss in the 2007 NBA playoffs? Jeff. Which, huh? Jeff. Yes. Which NBA team fired coach Jeff Van Gundy following a loss in the 2007 NBA playoffs? This is up your alley, right? Yeah, so I know the coach is the is this the last team he coached for? I think it's the Houston Rockets. Rockets, Rockets, Knicks, Magic are popular answers. I don't think the Jeff Stan coached, Van Gundy coached for the Magic. Yeah, yeah. I think I Rockets, it's the Rockets. I think the Rockets is right. I'm pretty confident. This is a NBA question. All right, Rockets finally to Z. Correct answer is Houston Rockets. Bang, Bang baby. We had two Houston answers. All right, yeah. last question. H-10. Six and three. Let's get to seven. All right. Um, I got to find one that we have not had yet. Oh, I got one. Um. It's getting difficult because we have had quite a bit of what. All right. FIFA World Cup 2018 marks which number of World Cup appearances for Lionel Messi? So we got to remember it doesn't count this past World Cup, right? Or does it? I guess was that the last World Cup? 2018 was the most recent World Cup. So, FIFA World Cup 2018 marks which number of World Cup appearances for Lionel Messi? Or Lionel Messi, whatever you want to pronounce it. I'm going to say three. 18, 14, 10. How old is he now? Yeah, he's 30-something, but you know he played as a young Maybe boy. it's four then. So, 06. It's three or 10. four. So, 06. 10, 14, 18. That's a lot. And that covers a lot of years for a guy who's like 33 maybe right now. Yeah, but he you could play when you're 22. He was a prodigy. I, I want to say four. Four. Uh, okay. Messi's, uh, Bobby says Messi's 36. He's played more than three. Yeah, if he's 36. Alex Doherty. Where are you, Alex? Where the hell were you like – NHL NHL questions. Damn it, Alex. You're letting us down. Uh, Alex says four, 18, 14, 10, and 06. So I say four. There's no way it can be anything other than that. If he's 36 years old, four. Huh? Yeah, you wouldn't think so. Four. You want to lock it in? Final A to Z. Four is correct. All right. It wasn't a bad performance, but it was it, not good. It wasn't good. We weren't going to get ten and zero. We never get ten and zero. Right. We, uh, we have we once. So what? What? What is our final percentage? Not going to do math. So uh, let's see. Actually, I don't have to do math because it's an even one hundred. So we we went seven. So we are seventy two percent of one hundred. Seventy two out of one hundred is what we got. We've never hit seventy five. I don't think so. All right. Well, we reset. Yep. Next week, it's new week, new day. We need to start off hot, unlike yeah, we the do. Titans. We need to start off an eight and two record. 
next week for trivia. All right, guys. Hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. Don't forget the A to Z Sports Podcast Network feed. There's new content out this morning on the A to Z Sports Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, Buck Rising back live with A to Z Sports Primetime tonight. We'll see you tomorrow morning for Wednesday, which means throwing shade. See you guys then. Appreciate it. Adios.